Well, basketball hoopsters, the Big D is back with a final full preview. Before I bring in today's special guest this morning, please subscribe, like, and share the Swanky Spectrum Sports YouTube page. See all my content. Masters week coming up next week, so you know I'll be bringing out the driver, the three wood, maybe a pitching wedge. Also, check out the Big D podcast for your audio listeners on Spotify and Apple. So if anybody has been watching the 2023 NCAA tournament, uh, the only thing the only thing maddening than seeing our brackets bust away is all these teams nobody's heard of make the turn make the final four. I mean, Miami, San Diego State, Connecticut are playing the final four, and there's one other team left. And here the talk about Florida Atlantics. Historic trek to the final four is uh, my friend Isabella. Isabella, welcome. Yeah, it's great. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, Isabella and I met each other on Saturday night when she uh, shouted at the uh, Florida Everblades game and told me she was an FAU fan, and I'm like, and I'm like, no way, right? Yeah, I'm so excited they're in the final four. I'm gonna watch the game tomorrow, but definitely unexpected. I don't think anyone was expecting that. I've got a question. Uh, do you, you might not be able to remember, but a decade ago, when my school at DCU made the Sweet Sixteen, Charles Barkley asked, I think it was Andy Infield and Sherrod Brown, "Where the heck is FGCU?" So, Isabella, obviously, for us Floridians, we know what FAU is, but where the heck is FAU? Yeah, so FAU, it's right in Boca Raton. It's, you know, two miles from the beach. But, yeah, it's right in the center of Boca. And, yeah, it's a pretty small school. It's not small, but not big, right in the middle. How far is it off A1A? How far is um, it A one A? It it could be. I I think it is. Yeah. So uh, tell us about it. so uh, tell us about FAU basketball because until the past three until this year, I'm not sure many people had heard of FAU. Right. Yeah. So this year, I went to the basketball season. I'm a senior, so I've gone to the games before. But this year, they really just picked up their. They joined together as a team. The coach is amazing. They started winning games. You know, they were on a winning streak. I'm sure you're aware of that. And I went to the games when they were on the winning streak, and then they just kept going. And I can't believe they're they're still on their streak. But it's amazing. Yeah. I mean. Seems seems like every year there's one or two mid majors just winning and winning and winning. I'm like F and and I saw this year like FAU's like 31 and 3, 32 and 3, 33. Right. I'm I'm like, if you guys if you guys win your conference tournament, you're gonna to get a half decent C in the tournament. Right. And they did, and they won their first game in the March Madness, and then they beat Tennessee and yeah. Yeah, it's funny about that first game because you because you the owls were trailing Memphis with seven seconds left and I'm like and I'm like this is this is not going to end well because you right. know it's eight nine games always where chaos happens. And then FAU ended up winning the game and I'm like, What? Right, right. And then they won again and then they won again and yeah, then they're playing tomorrow, so 
the first win was definitely unexpected. Maybe, maybe the closest game, but I'm not sure. It was there. FAU's been playing really well. They, they always kind of finish out strong, which obviously is important in winning a game. Yeah, so um, tell us. Uh, wait, let me see if I can get. Oh, my laptops. So tell us about you, Coach Dusty May, because obviously, if a team makes the final four, you've got to have a good coach. So tell us about Dusty May, because it seems like he's got his troops ready to rumble. Right. Yeah. Like you said, I think he's really done a great job in bringing the team together because this team has been playing together for a few years now. So I think he did a great job in making them play as one, putting them in the right positions. And he also, from what I can tell, seems to use his timeouts wisely. And he's been playing, I think he's been leading the games in the March Madness very well for FAU. Well, I mean, uh, one one key play I look at is after timeout, or as we like to say, ATO, because if you can, if you can get an automatic two points or stop from getting two points might be the difference in cutting down the nets and watching the final four. Right. I mean, I'm not sure how much of a basketball fan you've, you all, but is this the craziest tournament you've ever seen? Because they'll, because they're four seed, two fives and a nine and, and you guys left in the final four. It is, yeah. I it's funny because I grew up watching basketball. I was a big Syracuse fan, so I've made many March Madness brackets, you know. And I made one this year, and my bracket, like everyone else's, is very messed up. Wait a you minute, know, wait, even a minute going... wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I've got to honestly answer this question: Who was in your final four? Who's in my final four? Now, who was, was in your final four before the tournament started? Because we know it's gone. To... Because nobody's got the final four unless you're, uh, unless you're an IBM guy, right? Maybe, yeah, maybe IBM Watson. Yeah, I don't even let me see. I don't really remember. I haven't even looked at my bracket honestly because it was so messed up. But I, I had UConn going to the final four, um, and then I had you know, let me. I didn't. I didn't, the only one I had in the Final Four was UConn. All the rest of the teams, I did not get that right. I don't know. I don't really remember, though. Did you make a bracket? Yes, and it and it fell by the wayside. I All my Final Four teams were gone by the Elite Eight. Okay. Kansas, Alabama, Texas, and Marquette. Okay. I had Texas, too. I didn't have Marquette. Um, yeah, because you knew FAU was going to win in Madison Square Garden anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, I was predicting predicting that for sure. How far did you have the owls going? Because obviously you were in the same you were in the same pod with uh, Purdue. Right. I I only had the owls. Um, I had them losing to Tennessee. That I had did I did you know because I go to FAU I was like okay let's kind of risk it go out there, put them going kind of far. I didn't know if they were going to get that far, but I had them losing, like, you know, in that um, area. But, yeah, I I didn't know if – obviously, it's the first time FAU is going to the Final Four, and they're a really small school. So I didn't know if they were going to 
succumb to the pressure or not. That was kind of my biggest concern watching the team because it's a young team, first time going to the Final Four, a lot of pressure. So I didn't know how they were going to do in this tournament, but they, you know, they passed my, succeeded my expectations. Who are some of your key players? Because when I think of FAU, I don't think of necessarily one player, but there are four or five guys who could get you 14 or 15 points a game. Right. And that's the thing about FAU is I don't think people realize that there's multiple players that put points on the board. You know, Elijah Martin is one who seems to do really well in the games. But yeah, like you said, like if I forgot what game it was, um, but if the team's falling behind, someone always tends to throw up shots like and score. Like, like you said, there's multiple good shooters. I mean, and Davis, I mean, think back to the Kansas State game where uh, Martin led the team with 17. Right. Greenlee scored 16. Golden scored 14. Davis scored 13. So there's not one guy where the defense can say, stop him. Stop, stop him, stay on him. Because if they do that to one player, then they'll just pass the ball to the open man. And then he usually ends up scoring. And their three-point shooting has also been really well in the tournament. So... Yeah, they they have a lot of strong shooters. How about how about rebounding from that Kansas State game because you doubled up the Wildcats? Right. Um. I don't really know how to. Golden. Um. You know, he's a sophomore, number fifty. I don't know how to say his first name. Let's see, I'm gonna be able to help. I don't know if you know, him. but he's you know he's the big guy on the court. Right he's in off. Yeah. What was that? Vladivad, I'll say Vladdy. Okay, yes, yes. Yeah, I wasn't really sure how to pronounce it, but he, you know, he's definitely under the rim a lot, getting those rebounds. And he, he's been putting them back up, too, so. So, uh, how, how has uh, FAU, so how has FAU turned from just a regular school on the East Coast into, what, a basketball haven? Right. And so interesting because no one's heard of FAU. You're like earlier, like, what's FAU? No one's heard of it. People are like, what's FAU? You know? And it's interesting because now when I wear my FAU stuff, my FAU jacket, my FAU shirt, people are like, oh, like FAU's in the final four. Like they know what FAU is. So it's interesting that now that they're in the final four, the school's getting more political like attention you know so when I wear my stuff around people are like oh like good luck in the final four you know so it's really interesting how them doing so well in the tournament has really brought attention to the school yeah because because I looked it up you guys play in like a 25 600 seat arena right right it's very you know like I said I went to the games it's you know it's not an arena where people go and watch the games it's a pretty small arena like most of the attendance is usually students, you know, it doesn't really bring in a large crowd, a public crowd. But this season it was very, very different. You know, once we started winning, like you said, we had they had a winning streak. Once that winning streak was happening, the crowd started selling out in that small arena. And then and then it creates a home court atmosphere because you see because you've seen with some of these teams, whether it be Syracuse and say they Duke, Kansas, or Kentucky, you get a home crowd and all of a sudden you're not losing you're you're not losing. You're beating everybody. Right. It makes such a difference. 
I know a lot of students, you know, FAU students are going to Houston to watch FAU for the Final Four. They're getting their tickets, you know, they're flying out there, so. Are you? I'm not. I, I unfortunately work, so I'll be watching from home. But, you know, a lot of people are going, which is great. I'm, you know, that's great that FAU will have some support there. I've got a question. How much are those kids spending on Final Four tickets? Because I've heard <laughs> the Final Four tickets on what they could be based on right. in the Final Four, maybe more so who's not in the Final Four. Right, yeah. I mean, I think, obviously, people were expecting number one and two scenes to be in the Final Four, which, you know, are bigger teams. You can charge more money. Um, I don't know exactly how much they're paying, but not much. Like you said, I think you can get student tickets, like, because you were part of the school for, like, 50 to $60, which is nothing for a Final Four, you know, ticket. But... Yeah, I like you said, I think a lot of people are going because it is not expensive. So and and this might and this might be the one and only chance you can see your team in the final four. So Right, right. I mean, having going to college and having your team be in the final four, like the school that you go to while you're in school is very, very cool. I never thought that would happen, especially going to FAU. Do you think it's even crazier that there are two teams in the same in the same region, FAU and Miami, competing in the same Final Four? Yes, yeah. I was talking to someone about that yesterday. It's crazy how out of the whole tournament, there's two teams from South Florida. From South Florida, not just Florida, but South Florida in, in the Final Four. Like, I, I mean, we'll see what happens. It'd be crazy to have a Florida show off, but... That's crazy. Out of the four teams, two of them are from South Florida. I mean, I mean, it just—I—I I don't know if it's just a coincidence or what, but what you think of Miami being Miami, Jimmy Laranega, and your school, Dusty May? I mean, it would be crazy if FAU and Miami played for the played for right. Daddy on Monday night, and that could happen because you guys play. You guys play San Diego State, Miami plays UConn. Right. Yeah. And, you know, FAU playing San Diego State, it's definitely going to be an interesting game. You know, they beat higher ranked teams, obviously, like they beat Tennessee, which does have a higher ranking than San Diego, I believe, right? Um, so it will be interesting to see, see them play. And if FAU does beat San Diego, which – they have a good chance to, then they'll be in the championship, which <laughs> is insane, you know? I'm actually waiting. I want to buy merch, you know, Final Four shirt, or, but I'm waiting to try to do the championship shirt, hoping for the best, you know? Well, the one thing I would say about San Diego State is that San Diego State will basically <laughs> not give up any fees because I saw, I saw them basically suffocate Alabama, which – might have been the best team in college basketball this year. Right. They basically didn't give up anything. Like, San Diego State's going to slow down the game. Not that FAU can't play a slow game, but you guys you guys are going to have to walk away in the shot clock and really get good ball moves. And San Diego State's self-game defense can't, can't just – Annoy you guys. It's going to have to be maybe better ball movement. Come on. Right. Yeah. And also, I think FAU will have to. Sometimes I've noticed they are rushing their pace a little bit. It seems like 
their pace is, you know, and it leads to turnovers. So if they pay, play their own pace and pass the ball around, because they have so many sufficient shooters, hopefully they'll be able to get some points in the basket. Uh, because if you turn the ball like 22, 23 times against Kansas State, and now you're playing San Diego State's ferocious defense. Right. You really have to. I mean, turning turning the ball over, some of those story, mistakes are really avoidable. So hopefully that's something that, I mean, obviously nerves are going to play a part in it, but hopefully that's something that they focus on. And and you know this because I mean growing up growing up being a Syracuse fan, you know, shooting in football stadiums is different than shooting in basketball arenas. Right. Yeah, definitely. The Syracuse Carrier Dome, you know, I, I've been there. That's an amazing dome. But yeah, there definitely is a difference. Maybe that's why Syracuse always shot well in the final four. <laughs> yeah, no, when I was younger, they were really at their top of their game. They were in the tournament, like, all the time, Final Four a lot. So, yeah. Cool. So, what would a national championship mean for FAU? Because, because I mean, it's – it's one thing if Florida, Florida State, Miami wins the national championship, but what about FAU? How would it be if the Owls cut down the nets on Monday night? Yeah, you know, it's obviously it would be for the school, like it bring a lot of attention to this school. The campus life on school is already improving, you know. Because FAU is doing so well, I think a lot of people are going out more, like socializing more. There's a watch party. People seem to be enjoying the campus life more while FAU is doing like so well. So if we win the championship, I just think that will be amplified on campus. I think there will be a lot of things going on. I think there will be a lot of good energy. And I think it will also make people want to come to FAU maybe um, if I don't know. Maybe if you're a young basketball player and FAU did do that well, maybe people will want to come here and play with the team. I'm not really sure because, you know, it hasn't happened. And FAU is a smaller school, so I don't know if people will just think FAU got lucky, you know, if they just, you know, kind of got the luck of the draw. But, yeah, campus life is already so lively right now. So if they win the championship, I think that will definitely be amplified. Uh, I'm gonna. How about these? How about these stats? FAU could be the could be the first team to play for the national team to enter the NCAA tournament without without any NCAA tournament wins and play for the national title. Be the first team to do that since Indiana State in 1979. And you know who was on that team? Who? Wow. Not bad. Yeah. Oh, I've got one more stat for you. Yeah. FAU could be the first program to enter a tournament without any answer tournament wins and cut down the nets since the since Loyal Olin accomplished it in nineteen sixty three. And we know what and we wow. know what those guys did a couple years ago with Sister Jean. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh 
Yeah, it's crazy to think about the FAU could really do that if they win um, tomorrow and then in the championship. I didn't know that. That's yeah, that's crazy how they've gone so far and they've played well in the tournament. So what are your plans tomorrow? Obviously, you and I will be watching the same game. <laughs> yeah, um, FAU is having a watch party. You know, it's in the auditorium. A bunch of students are gathering together and watching it together. I think I'm going to do that because then it's like you're watching the game, you know, almost kind of like you're there because then you have hundreds of other people around you watching and rooting for the same team. So I think I'm going to do that. I think a lot of FAU students are going to go um, for for this game. They were there for the Elite Eight game. So for the Final Four, I'm sure it's going to be even more busy. So it will be fun to watch the game with surrounded by FAU students. Yeah, and you guys are going, and you guys are going to be flying there, right? Because, you know, owl, owls. <laughs> yes, soaring. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't know what's with all these schools in like South Florida being birds because because Miami Sebastian Diabes, your school and Al and my school an eagle. The eagle, yeah, there is a lot. Yeah, that is interesting. I I never realized that, but the bird is a common symbol, I guess, in Florida. Now, now maybe if we could get it, now maybe we could get Florida FSU and USF on our side, right? <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen, but, you know, it'd be great. Yeah, the University of South Florida Bald Eagles. <laughs> Get all the Florida schools on the same train. Uh, that would be that would be a first, right? All right, Bella, so thanks for hopping on. Uh, we wish you FAU well tomorrow, and... Um, and uh, I think it would be cool if after you you cut down the nets and just and just made history. This right. Uh, yeah, it's exciting. History making. It's always cool when a team can do something different and make history and surprise everyone. You know. So we will see.